Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. WTIC's Computer Talk with Tab is brought to you by GoNetSpeed, your choice for crazy fast fiber internet. This is Computer Talk with Tab, hosted by Eric Semmel of Tab Computer Systems. Interact with Eric and his guest by phone at 522-WTIC or 1-800-966-WTIC. Email them in the studio at gethelpattabinc.com or get help anytime at computertalkwithtab.com. Now, here's Eric. And good morning. This is Computer Talk with Tab. I'm Eric. And I'm Dennis. And Dennis is Dennis Halnan. He's uh, one of the engineers at Tab. Comes in and helps me out with your computer problems, comments, questions, and concerns. Feel free to get online. Two lines open for you this morning, 800-966-WTIC, 522-WTIC. And then 11 o'clock, Dr. Alessi will be in with uh, Healthy Rounds. He'll give you a second opinion on your health advice. And uh, so stick around for that. And let's go to uh, your calls. You were nice enough to join us. Let's go right to your calls. Mark and Cromwell first. What's happening, Mark? Hey there. How are you doing? Good, sir. Uh, I, I'm calling in just to ask a question about this. Um, I have I have Comcast for my internet, and I decided rather than rent the box from them every month, I bought my own uh, 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 modem here. Yeah. Um, but it's a it's an Aris surfboard combination modem and router mm, okay. together, and it worked great for for years. But lately, it just I keep losing internet on it. How old is it? Uh, probably about three years old, maybe. Mm. It's kind of young to be dying on you, but I would think so. You probably paid fifty bucks for it, maybe sixty bucks. Uh, about a hundred, yeah, somewhere eighty-five, something like that. Yeah. Yeah. So my recommendation would be to get a separate modem, uh-huh. yes. just a separate Comcast compatible modem, either from uh, Netgear or whatever's out there uh, that works, and then get it your own router, Wi-Fi uh, uh, router that you put up in your living room. Mm-hmm. Um, that's what you really should do, and that those two devices together might cost you three hundred dollars. You're going right. to get a lot more performance, a lot more reliability, uh, a lot more, a lot more everything of what you're paying for with your internet service, rather than that little modem, eighty bucks. Yeah, that's just nothing not going to gonna cut it. Plus, if you get two distinct devices, if one of them fails, you only need to replace that one. Right. Uh-huh. Right now, you're in the position where you've got to replace effectively two things. Right. Yeah. And yeah, that's uh that's a tough spot to be in. Yeah, so I mean, so you think it's probably this unit itself not a problem from Comcast. Well, you could always call them. Um when you say losing internet, I mean, they could always tone out the line they'll do and they'll do a lot of tests remotely. 
Um, mm-hmm. Sometimes we've had to really scream at Comcast or anybody yeah. to get them out to the polls because yeah. you typically know. I call in and they say, "Okay, unplug and we'll call you back in ten minutes to see if it's working." It's an all automated thing, yeah. and every time I do that, it does kick back in again. Well, right. if you really want to find out about that, best thing to do is to call them and just get to a live operator. Don't go through the automated process. Okay, and. See if you can get somebody who will at least look at the logs on that modem. Okay. There, on a lot of the modems, there are diagnostic logs and other telltale things that they can derive from that. Okay. And they might be able to tell you what the story is with it. Uh, I don't. I can't guarantee that they will, and it depends on how cooperative an operator you get. Mm, right. Yeah. But. You might get more information than you've got now, which is basically leading us to tell you to replace everything. Right. right. So it's it might be worth a phone call. (laughs) Exactly. It might might be worth a phone call to to see if they can suss it out for you. But it's typical that these things will die over time. I guess that's it is. It is not uncommon, and that you know, an eighty dollar or seventy dollar device like that is not really built with a lot of robustness. So you're trying to ask it to do a lot. Um, for that low price point, so that's why if you get like a fifty dollar Netgear Comcast compatible modem, I just use that Netgear because it's similar to what I use, sure, sure. and then uh, a separate router. At least you can diagnose it more separately. You can, you'll have better equipment. Yeah, but it easily could be the uh, provider. Of course, that is definitely part of the problem. Yeah. yeah. All right, well, I'll try. I'll try that first, and if it doesn't, then I'll move ahead with the new new units. All right. Okay. Thank you for your your time. Anytime, Mark. Okay. All right. Bye. Bye-bye. So it's funny because uh, I have a property where the internet connection was dead for a few months, and you call the client, you call them and say, "Hey, you know what? My my service is uh, not working." And they send a guy to come to your home. I'm like, "No, the reason it's not working is because the cable is literally hanging on the it's on the ground. It's outside." <laughs> and the operator that, that takes this call doesn't seem to understand. Well, you know, is anybody sick in your home? Is there a dog in the home? He's not going to have to come inside. The problem is on the outside. <laughs> so, of course, they dispatch the guy. He drives up. My wife's standing out there, and he's like, I'm going to have to get a bucket truck. We're like, we told him. <laughs> the cable's lying down over there. So it's almost like they, they don't even understand. The operators don't even understand how cable service works. Because mm-hmm. if you're going to dispatch a guy after I've told them that the line is literally on the ground outside, these poor folks just are not trained very well. So... Good luck. I wish Mark the best. Uh, let's go to Jeff in Marlboro next. He's been on the phone the longest. What's happening, Jeff? Hi. Uh, just real quick. The yeah. person that called in about getting uh, antivirus and she was concerned about putting her credit card in. Having it automatically bill them all the time. Yeah. yeah. So what I found, and I did this like back in June, Walmart, they have those cards. One was for WebRoo for two years for $30. Yeah. Where you just pay the cashier cash if you want, mm-hmm. and then you just scratch off the numbers, and then you go home and you log in and download the software. That way you don't have to worry about giving them your credit card and having automatic renewal. Look just, at that. That's a good, neat idea. Great to, well, solution. Walmart. I mean, they have more than just WebRoot there. It's like, you know one of those cards that have the numbers that you scratch off at the yeah. bottom? Yeah. And that's what I did. And then I don't have to worry about them having my credit card or uh, uh, any of these issues she's concerned with. <laughs> you beat them at their own game. That's a yeah. great idea. Yeah, fantastic. I wish I thought of that. <laughs> so that's all I wanted to let you know is go to Walmart and get the card yeah. and pay cash <laughs> if you want. And then you just scratch up the numbers and log in. And you have to download the, the software. But right, yeah. 
you're not giving anyone your credit card, and there's no automatic renewal. And I have it for you have three PCs for two years. And yeah, you just have enough on the card that they can withdraw up to that period of time, correct? Well, no, no, it's just the it, card itself. You go to it, a cashier, and I pay thirty dollars, and then you scratch off the numbers, and then you log into WebRoot and you put in the code. Yeah. And then it says, okay, here we're downloading the software, the whatever it is, yep. and then you run it, and then it installs on your PC. That's it. There's no, they have no clue. They have no my credit card or anything. They it's, don't even know anything about you. All yeah. that's happened is you've bought an activation code for yeah. a certain period of time, Correct. and that's it. Boom. Yeah. So, and then after two years, I'll just go back to Walmart, and I assume Target might have the same thing. I just happened to see it in Walmart because you had recommended WebRoot. This is yeah. months ago. Yeah. And I just happened to see it, and I said, oh, I'll get that. So this is I a WebRoot-specific card? Yes, it's ah. WebRoot antivirus for computers, antivirus and identity protection. Interesting. And, and there's different varieties of them. I just got the one that you pay for the, the whole three year period. You well, pay two, pay. Years. two years, two years yep. for three computers, and I that downloaded works. it for my three different laptops I have. That works, Jeff. That's a good idea. So, Excellent. Just letting you know that that way she oh. can avoid giving somebody her credit card and having it automatic renewal. That yep. whole issue. I love it. That's nice. what I want to let you know. Thanks, Jeff. We appreciate it. Okay, no problem. All right, take care. Yeah, bye bye. Bye. Yeah, the interesting I thought he was going where you would get a prepaid, uh, like a Visa card or a MasterCard that you would load X number oh. of dollars on and give him that to well, pull from. This, this, this is sounds, even better. This sounds like when you go to Staples and you buy Microsoft Office. Yeah. And it just has that product key. Right. You, boom, done. Yep. Yep. Let me try to get a quick call in here. Lauren's, I think Lauren's back from Bloomfield. Hey, Lauren. Hi, yes, and I'll be quick because the gentleman who called you about, I believe his provider was Comcast. Yeah. And he was having a problem with his internet continually dropping. I yep. called back because I too had that problem for literally 22 days with my provider. Um, first, they wanted to blame it on the rain, but when they looked and <laughs> blame they it on the rain times, <laughs> isn't <laughs> exactly, that a song? Right? So, but when they saw how many times it was dropping, I had a technician out here at least five times, no lie. Uh -huh. And once they came out twice in one day. Another Whoa. time they had to send two people. They changed my box. Um, but to wrap this up quickly, what they ended up doing that seemed to have resolved my problem, yeah. they took my phone and Internet line and split them so they weren't riding on the same cable. Does that make sense to you? Yeah, maybe it was an ohmage issue. You weren't getting yeah. enough ohms uh, over that line to get a good signal. That, that makes some sense, I guess. It, it looks well, like it, it worked. It solved the problem, yeah. but I know oh. it had to be annoying to them. Because it was becoming a problem for me. Even my managers were getting upset, like, look, we can't have you keep coming in and out. You know, right. you're online, you're working, and then it drops. It would literally just drop. No warning, no nothing. I'm typing away, and then I look up, and I got the little ugly face. Yeah. You know, so, but they finally, um, because there was no problem um, from the box to the to the street or something like that, but the cable, they just split my phone line and put it on its own cable All right. and the internet on its own. So just Ooh. wanted to share that with the gentleman that called. I know he said his problem was resolved, but sometimes you have to be persistent. You nope. do, Lauren. Yes. And I got my credit. Full month. Nice. Oh, good <laughs> nice. For you. Great. All right. You guys have a great day. You and too, Lauren. Listening. All right. Bye-bye. Bye. It's funny. Uh, my problem, which was months and months, they're like, well, we really can't be sure how long you've been down. I'm like, you don't have a system that tells you when my modem's not connected? <laughs> well, we really don't know. So they gave me one month's credit. But it was it was disconnected for months and months and months. Long story. Nobody was in the property. We're going to step out for a quick break, get back to more of your calls. One line open for you. This is Computer Talk. We'll be right back. And we are back. 
This is Computer Talk with Tab. We, believe it or not, got five lines all filled up with calls. We went, <laughs> I don't know. Whoa. Uh, so we're flush with calls. We'll get it right to them. You are nice enough to join us on this Saturday morning. Uh, we will want to get to you right away. Let's go to Tom on the cell first. He's on the longest. Hey, Tom. Hi. Thanks for um, taking my call. Sure. I have a question for you. Yeah. You're constantly reading about the health hazards of uh, having Wi-Fi, the EMF, and everything on that. What is your position on those? I don't buy it. Um, I don't either. But we're we're biased because we're geeks and it's technology, you know. But I don't buy it. I mean, we've had calls about cell phones too, and the quote unquote brain cancer and cell phones, and that's been kind of debunked for a long time too. But you got a lot of a lot of waves banging around in our homes. So could there be some contributing factor in the line? I'm not a doctor or a scientist at all, but I am technic I am not worried about that per se. Uh, that's just there, the studies that have been out there now. They're showing more and more effect of the EMF uh, on people, and yeah. I think, if I'm not mistaken, there is a lawsuit right now in Australia regarding um, cell phones and the causes of that. Um, and I was reading a study. It says it's like when people were talking about cigarette smoke, you know, smoking cigarettes years ago. Uh, it didn't affect people's health, and then we later found out that it did. Uh, well, yeah, about that. That's funny, Tom. I mean, that one, that one seems kind of obvious to me. And you're breathing in smoke into your lungs, and you know, most people would cough and gag on it. I mean, that shouldn't have been any kind of surprise no, to anybody. You used to see signs when you used to see, um, you know, uh, some pictures when you went into a um, doctor's office. If you have a sore throat, smoke a camel. I would see that. You see some of that advertisement out there, and uh, right, we like found out that. Was not very good. No, you're right. you're right. Um, I just was wondering if you guys worry about that or or what you do. Um, no. Or if you do have, as I've been talking to people who have a modem and a router, mm-hmm. uh, they just disconnect disconnect the router and don't use the um, Wi-Fi unless somebody in the home wants to use it. Then they reconnect it again. Mm. Yeah, I mean, again, you can do whatever you like. I mean, if that gets you through the day, I'm not worried about it. Um, that's just me personally. Um, there's a lot more. See, the problem with Americans these days is risk analysis. We've been talking about this all through COVID. Risk analysis oh, yeah. seems to be gone um, out the window. I mean, we were talking about the fact that they're they're reporting West Nile virus. You know, I, I'm sure it's awful if you get it, but I get a better chance of getting struck by lightning and eaten by a shark than getting West Nile virus. But it's a news story. So why? Oh, yeah. Why is that a news story? Is that just to get us freaked out? I, I don't know why they do it. So oh, then, it, They, they want to continue to stir fear and just yeah. beat it to death. It's like the guy from uh, John Hopkins, or immunologist, who happened to be on a couple of weeks ago, saying if you're fully vaccinated, your chances of getting COVID are 0.001. Yeah. And he, said, he also brought up a fact that if you have the flu shot, some of the flu shots are only effective at 40%. Right. And he goes, do you wear a mask everywhere you go because right. of the flu shot? Or the mumps vaccine is only like in the 80s. Right. And if an adult male gets the mumps, it's even worse for them. Yeah. Um, you don't see us wearing masks on that. He said we need getting out of the end. We need better risk analysis of the idea that we're not going to all be running around like the boy in the bubble with John Travolta, not worrying about risk, 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 risk. Everything's going to kill us. Look, life is a all fairly right. deadly thing. Uh, by default, so how much right. how much risk you're going to try to mitigate 
uh, is oh, you, it's all your call. I, I'm not telling you what to do, but wow. you know, things like Wi-Fi don't bother me. There's many other things that are going to kill you, um, and and it's generally you know maybe that pizza you're eating every Friday night that's going to be the thing that's going to reach up and kill you. Um, you know, I mean, it's basically that kind of stuff. So uh, I mean, that's the third leading cause of death or second leading. It's hard to do anything. So Wi-Fi signals, uh, I got worse things to worry about. All right, yeah. all right, Tom. You got it, sir. Um, risk. They got to teach risk management in school. <laughs> they really need to. Um, let's go on to. Uh, it was a good call though. Uh, internet privacy question here from Jeff in West Hartford. What's happening, Jeff? Hey, good morning. Great show, guys. Thanks. I hope you don't mind a question from a dinosaur like me, but I had a question about internet pr- privacy, and I'm thinking, is there such a thing? No. No. <laughs> okay. Um, call me naive. I can't figure this out. Um, I'll give you an example. I saw an ad on TV for the guy who makes the pillows Yeah, having to do with a mattress topper. So I yeah. said to myself, self, I think I need a mattress topper. Sure. So I went direct to his website yep. and I decided, well, it's a little too expensive. I should do some shopping. Then I remembered I had a, a gift card for another company. I went direct to their website. I found a mattress topper, and I purchased it using the gift card, and everything was fine. Ever since, I get constant (laughs) ads for mattress toppers. I know. That is the drawback of Internet um, marketing. They don't know if you bought it or not. Right. Um, That all has to do with ad beaconing. Um, It's called something. I didn't even know it was called something. What happens is... um, Either the mattress guy or this other company you bought from, or maybe both, it could be both, have their own advertising engines on their sites. And when you go to their site, it'll create a cookie cookie that's on your computer that identifies you to them. And it may have a little information about what you were looking for, which is mattress toppers. Then you go to a different website that also uses the same advertising service that both of the both or one of them was hooked into that service now knows that you're interested in mattress toppers and it will pop ads at you now right. what eric tr- said is true that the service doesn't know if you've purchased one and no longer need the ads right, um, right. It's- Stupid. But it's just going to keep popping it's them. It's stupid at you. and smart at the same time because people will inquire, and then what they're hoping to do is just like any marketing, even with radio marketing, it's basically to keep the idea of top of mind, and that's what frequency is all about, right? So you can keep your ad top of mind to people; they'll actually act on it. So if you were interested at three in the morning, you're surfing, whatever you're doing, and I, man, I can't get a good night's rest. I'm going to go look for a mattress topper. They're hoping that you'll be reminded at five in the afternoon and seven at night and whatever you're surfing. Oh, you know. What I really couldn't sleep. I'm going to get that mattress. That's all they're hoping for. If Unbelievable. You, if you want, yeah. DuckDuckGo is an alternative way to surf, a little more uh, private. They have a way to blast all that stuff out after every surfing experience you go through. It's not going to okay, eliminate what is that it. Duck D U C K dot go. Duck Duck Go. Like you think of Duck Duck Goose when you were a kid. This is Duck Duck Go. It's a different type of browser. You can also add it to your. Um, your main uh, Windows system as well, if you want to use it on your um, PC. But it's really great; works really well on your uh, devices as well. So check out DuckDuckGo and try to surf with it, and you'll be—you'll find that you'll have less of this occurring to you. I would hope that's their—that's their thing. 
That's yes. their oh, shtick. Super. Okay. All right, Jeff. Yeah, I thought because I wasn't using a search engine that they they wouldn't know uh, what I no, was no, doing no. online. No, they're all well, in cahoots. It, the search engine is really no longer required for this. Right. Because all of the e-commerce companies are hooked into these ad services that I mentioned. Not to mention your internet provider. If you're not using a thing like OpenDNS or something that kind of privatizes a little bit your surfing, um, your internet provider also knows Jeff's interested in mattress toppers and will sell that back to everybody as well. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. All right, Jeff. Hey, thanks so much. Thank you for calling. You take care. All Have right. a great weekend. Yep, bye-bye. The uh, issue, I used to bring it up when, when the internet was fresh and new, you know, the library would tell you, well, we don't let anybody know what you're taking out of the library. You know, the, if the feds can't come in there and look at your, your library card and see if you took out Catcher in the Rye, and, you know, don't worry about that. And now just you're surfing Catcher in the Rye and the feds are looking at you. We're going to take a quick break here, get back to more of your calls, get to, get to the news. Uh, Joe, Rick, and Mark, hang on. Two lines open for you. We'll be right back. This is Computer Talk with Tab, and that really should be the theme song of all radio. But we'll <laughs> We're going to be here till 11 o'clock. Feel free to get online and a caller called in. Oh, DuckDuckGo is a Chinese company, Eric. It's a Chinese company. It's not a Chinese company. It's a mis- misnomer. It's been out there for so long. China banned DuckDuckGo. They don't want services like DuckDuckGo being used in China uh, because the, the government has a harder, harder time tracking its people using DuckDuckGo. So it's not a Chinese company. Uh, the internet's full of stuff. <laughs> Speaking of stuff, Joey had an idea that really, really hit home. If you're trying to get something through committee, right? Trying to get something through committee, go to your wife's computer and start searching for that thing you're trying to get through committee so it shows up in her feeds. And that's a great idea. I never thought yeah. of that. Um, so, you know, whenever her phone's sitting there idle, go ahead and Google you search something that you want. And then she'd be like, oh, I wonder if he would like that. Man, Joey, devious, devious. You've been married a long time, though, clearly. Uh, let's go to <laughs> We do what we have to do, right? Let's go to Rick in South Windsor. Hey, Rick, what's up? Hey, good morning. Morning. Uh, so this isn't my question, but is DuckDuckGo a, uh, a browser, or is it just like a search engine like Google? Um, it's a search engine and a browser. I mean, I've used it as a browser on my um, Android devices. I think you can add it as a helper into your Chrome browser. Too. Yes. So when you, you would actually hit plus and go and then run it as a DuckDuckGo browser as well. So it's kind of both and uh, does a really good job. You're going to get different search results, too, um, yeah. than you would with Google because Google's getting kind of weird, as we all know. I'm noticing. Yeah, that, well, that's good to know. Thanks. Yeah. So, yeah, my, my question is, uh, my friend gave me a new, com- well, a, about a three-, four-year-old computer, mm. and I have about a 10-year-old Dell. So what I want to do is move my stuff to the new computer. Yeah. Um, and that the old 10-year-old Dell has about a five-year-old hard drive in a regular hard drive. Mm. So he's suggesting that I move that hard drive into the new computer um, so my question is, should I get a, uh, and that hard drive is pretty much full, uh, 500 gig. Mm. So my question is, 
and the new one only has a 200 gig hard drive. So do you think I should do that or should I get an external hard drive with the USB 3.0, I guess, whatever the fastest mm -hmm. uh, one is, or do it that way? Hmm. Well, the new computer is five years old, right? Right. Okay. Give or take. So it's got a very short solid state. So it's got a short short lifespan ahead of it. I mean, I yeah. know it sounds new to you based on what you've been using, but um, five years really you start to get kind of old for a machine. You want to get at least six years out of it in a business world, and then mm -hmm. we would tell a customer to start thinking about replacement for home. Yes, you can get more. Um, if it's got a solid state drive, I'm going to use that as the boot drive, and then I'm, I would tell you to consider buying another an internal one terabyte or two terabyte spinny drive just to copy your data over to. You're going to have to reinstall your software manually on this new system. Externals could work too if you want, but it will be a lot slower. Even with USB 3.0, I'm not sure I would want to run my run that way, right? No, that that you're not going to be satisfied with that. Yeah, so get a local okay. spinny drive, 7200 RPM, you know, two terabyte drive, pop it in there, copy your data over to it. Now you've got a backup by default because you have your old drive. Um, and then you load your software, you know, uh, you're gonna have to free up whatever's on that solid state that your, your friend's giving you. Um, cause it does fill up right if, at five twelve, you probably loaded a bunch of junk on there that needs to get uninstalled. Um, that'll free up some space for the applications you want to run. Does okay. that make sense? Yeah. Yeah, it does. Um, so I guess my, my question, uh, you, I'm, I'm not that, uh, technically inclined, but, um, uh, when you say a boot drive, uh, versus the uh, other drive. What do you mean? So that the machine he's giving you as a 500 gig solid state drive, that'll be that is your operating system and boot drive. I suspect that's the drive that offers the operating system up and brings up Windows 10. That's your boot okay. drive. So right. you're not going to change that. You're just going to uninstall software that you don't need and remove any data on there that he's left on there that needs to be cleaned up so that it can be more free. You said it was pretty full, right? I uh, my old one is. My old oh, your old one is, is but this yeah, one is the not. New one, the new one is only 200 gig, uh, but I don't think it has much of anything on it. Okay, yeah, so 200 gig is going to be a problem for you, too, because the operating right. system may be a problem. Yeah. yeah. But, you know, then don't put anything, don't put any too much more on that 200 gig drive, but you're going to have to put a, um, software on it, like Word and Excel, if you're going to use that on the 200 gig drive. But then just get a bigger spinny drive for your data, copy it over from your old machine. You can literally take your old drive out attach a USB adapter, USB IDE adapter, it probably is IDE of some kind. Yeah. Um, SATA. Or SATA. Yeah. They they actually have the adapters. So it's, it's just a sit oh, out. Cool. It's just yeah. one cord that goes between. That's it. And it'll power the drive. Then you go ahead and copy your data over to, to your new spinny drive. But don't spend too much time, Rick. I would hate for you to think to fail on you. It's five years old. Don't, don't put too much time and money into it or hope. Um, it's been around the block. Sure. Yeah. All right. Well, that's great. I appreciate the help. Thanks a lot. All right, Rick. Okay. Yeah. Bye, bye bye. All right. So, Joey, taking a quick break here now. Step out for a quick break. Joe and Kurt, hang on. This is a uh, computer talk with Tab. We'll be right back. More cowbell. We are back. This is computer talk with Tab. I'm Eric. And I'm Dennis. And uh, we're going to be here to help you out until 11 o'clock. Feel free to get online, and then Dr. Alessi will be in. He'll give you a, health, uh, sec a second opinion on your health advice. I can say that. Let's get to your calls. We're going to go to Joe in Litchfield first. Morning, Joe. Good morning, uh, Eric, and uh, also Dennis. Uh, thanks for all you guys are doing. Our pleasure. 
for keeping us dinosaurs uh, somewhat connected, you know. Mm. <laughs> uh, we're, we we uh, bought a uh, Lynx um, MR8300. This was on, on recommendation last week. You were talking to my wife, I think. Okay. And uh, so we, we've we got it. <laughs> we're looking at it. And so uh, we're, we needed, uh, after figuring out the setup, uh, I'm a little concerned, you know, because I'm afraid uh, we'll lose our uh, Wi-Fi in the process if we if we're really uh, don't don't do it uh, right so uh, right can uh, <clears throat> uh, can i use uh, a question one of the questions can we use an ipad to set it up rather than uh, say a mobile device like a phone you probably could you can you can go ahead to the ip address of that device and bring up through yeah, a browser yeah, yeah you should be able to i don't see why not yeah okay appreciate that make sure you change the default password joe oh oh yes i see and setting up um uh, uh, the uh, default. Can I can I use uh, the name, uh, the same name and password of the current network? Oh, for the SSID, of course you can. Yeah. Sure. You can do that. But the router itself has its own password. Yeah, in the back of it, I saw. Y- yeah, you want to change the admin when you log in. When you go one nine two one six eight one dot one, and you put in either admin in blank or admin admin is your login. The first thing you want to do is change that admin password to something other than admin or blank, because everybody on the internet knows it's it's that. You can look it up in the manual. Okay. All right, that's that's good to know. Um, can uh, do uh, do we need? Uh, can you give us uh, again uh, the uh, a link to the Open DNS? Yes. Yeah. I presume we still, you know, because I don't think there's I don't know if there's one currently on your site there. Okay, we'll put a link up there how to configure yeah. Open DNS. Yeah, we do use uh, OpenDNS. Um, Good deal. Good deal. Uh, hopefully, we don't use lose Wi-Fi. We're always afraid if we <laughs> mess this up, uh, lose you, Wi-Fi completely. If you mess it up, Joey, there's a button on the back that allows you to default it. So, have you yeah. printed out the manual? Yeah, we did. We we got some uh, lighter, some little lighter instruction there. Like we liked that uh, was like eleven pages. It looks like well, here's the steps right here. Boom, boom, boom. We're yeah, follow okay. those maybe. Good. So if something if something goes wrong, there's a reset button where you can start over. Yeah, you okay. just push a all you pen do, or right. a pencil into the button and let it go. You know, hold it. it and yep, it'll um, reset. My wife bought. Um, on the second question, I appreciate that. By mm-hmm. the way, uh, she bought an iMac 24 uh, inch computer, mm-hmm. and nice. um, she she has a, a ton of photos. So she's now after buying it, you know, not buyer's remorse, but. Wondering if she got enough RAM and enough. Uh, she bought it with uh, eight RAM and 512 gigabyte. Is that sufficient, or she, she should she have should she have bumped it up? It could be sufficient, um, depending on how many photos she has. Though you might need to have thousand a, more. Thousand at, at how many megabytes of photo? Right? Is are they all raw? Are they uh, big monster pic photos? So she has to look at how much data or space she's taking up on her old okay. system. And yeah. you could always add external drives to store things okay. like photos, so she could copy from her old system to this external drive, and then copy a couple so that you have a backup. Right. Um, but she might have plenty of power with eight gigs of RAM and five hundred gig solid state drive. It's not a bad start. I'm at a uh, Mac eight user. Gigs, eight gigs on a Mac right now is fairly good. I mean, you, right. you'll do better with sixteen, but eight is going to be sufficient. And yeah. it will hand the photos app that comes with Mac will work just fine. Um, the question is the amount of storage, but yes, 
what Eric suggested, you can always use an external drive to store those photos. Right. And sure. you can make that drive as big as you want to buy. So that's... So you can get them, and in fact, getting them, get them off of this. Uh, right. You would be computer. moving them from the internal drive to this external drive. Okay. And uh, once they're once your photos library is carved out and on that drive, that is what it will reference from that point on. That's where all the photos should well, be saved. That's uh -huh. where all of the edits will take place. And yeah. And then what about a backup? Did she go out and buy a backup, or did she have a backup system? She yes. She forgot it initially, so it's it's in the mail. I'm supposed to get it on Wednesday. <laughs> okay. All right. Yeah, that's the other thing. You're going to want to get a second external USB drive. Make sure that it's at least if you're the drive, the internal drive is half of a terabyte. You're going to want it to be at least one terabyte in size. That's double the drive that you're backing up. What about the external though? Can well, you back that up too or now? Uh yeah, you can. Yeah. You want yes. to back it up, right? You can, you can, yes, you can back up that external drive also, yes. Um, in that case, you're going to want to buy a bigger time machine drive. Right. Um, but either way, you're going to want to get a second external drive and configure it as a time machine backup for the computer. I see. And okay, she should, she'll follow those, your advice and, um, and pursue that for sure. Great. But she was even thinking of going back, and uh, because she has like two, 15 days, she's like, I might bring, bring this one back and just get a 16 hmm. uh, uh, RAM, 16 RAM, and, yeah. and a terabyte of a gigabyte. I, it's up to her, you know. So that's extra four hundred dollars, I guess. Hmm. Yeah. So that's possible. I'll leave that up to her. Yep. So I appreciate. Uh, I think uh, you've answered our question. Well, good luck, Joe. Hope that configuration goes well for you in the router. I think you'll like it. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure. I'm sure we will once we get it up here. We're going to do it today, and we'll see what happens. So, all right. We're, we'll thank be, you, gentlemen, very welcome. much for all your help. Our pleasure. Okay. Take care. Bye. Yeah. Bye. Bye. All right. We're going to go off to Kurt next in Prospect. What's happening, Kurt? Good morning, gentlemen. Morning. Uh, I've been job hunting, and uh, I sat down eating almonds, drinking coffee, checking my email on my phone, <laughs> and I went into the junk mail folder just to double check. Saw that LinkedIn, I got duped. LinkedIn had, you know, there have been eight um, inquiries on my account. Now granted, I don't even have a LinkedIn account, Oh. but I thought maybe they could go by email. I clicked on the link before I even looked at the email address that was coming from. Yeah. I clicked on the link, but I quickly closed the window within about two or three seconds that mm -hmm. popped up. Yeah. Is that, am I in serious danger? <laughs> I don't know, Kurt. No, I don't know. Um, so they sent you, so this went to your spam folder and you went in there? And I went in there. And then, so you went into the place that's supposed to save you from this stuff. And you clicked right. on a link. All right, well. Yeah, because I, I, again, I was eating almonds and drinking coffee. That'll do it. That'll do it. Eating yeah. almonds and drinking coffee, man. <laughs> and I forgot where I was. <laughs> Yeah. I had a story about Merlot, so I, I understand. Uh, so who knows, right? I don't think that the link – I think the links and those types of things are looking for you to give credentials so that they can uh -huh. they can actually take over a LinkedIn account. I would tell you to create a LinkedIn account, especially if you're looking for a job, because it is a great way to find a job. Um, yeah. You know, you should do that. Create that LinkedIn and pay attention to how they're configured. You'll be I surprised. I everybody knowing, you know, what I've – 
I, I, I'm, I'm very uncomfortable with that part of it. Okay. But yeah, but the window, a window popped up. I yeah. closed it within about two or three seconds, but it took me like 30, maybe a minute to realize, hey, I should yeah, go no. into airplane mode to cut off the... <laughs> no, you're, you're okay, Kurt. I think you're okay. Yeah. I think they're trying to steal your credentials. They want to act okay. like you because if they can get to your LinkedIn account, which you don't have, let's say they got to my account or Dennis's account, then they uh, could act like Dennis and then reach out to their their actual contacts as Dennis and then do even more nasty things like, hey, this is Dennis. I need a whatever, whatever they're going to whatever the bad guys are thinking about doing. They're trying to impersonate that person to get something from his contacts. So okay. most likely those types of scams are not going to deliver malware. They're just looking for credentials. So you're probably OK. okay. Yeah, because I did end up like typing in the um, the website again manually on an on another device that i don't have to worry about it yeah you know it's it's and it was like a an indian karate site okay <laughs> it was like a aik like uh something all Akido. right okay but, but when i was on that site for a few seconds i ended up getting it, it was like and it wasn't a redirect but it, you could tell it was a it was a spoof site or something where it turned into Google or Firefox. I don't even remember because I just got the hell out of there <laughs> as quickly as I could too. Because I realized, but like I did a search for the for what that site was, and it was like this uh, some kind of karate. All right, A I K something. Yeah, Aikido. Aikido. Yes, that's the one. All right. I think you're so, good. I think you're okay, Kurt. Though yeah. I mean, you can surf wherever yeah. you want. Let the almonds and stuff take you where you'd like to go. However, I would tell you to run OpenDNS. Get that running yeah. on your system. Get a good mm-hmm. malware program running on your system and then run DuckDuckGo as your tool because clearly whatever you're using is sending you down some weird pathways and you need some better protections. Yeah, well, I, I this was on my iPhone. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. You could, you, you could, you could, you could have OpenDNS on the iPhone too? Yeah, you if, can use OpenDNS oh, anywhere. If you're, if you're connected to a Wi-Fi network and if OpenDNS is configured on that Wi-Fi network to, to be deployed to the devices on it, yeah. yes. You can. All right. Okay, that's good to know. Yeah, so get that running for you. I think you're okay, Kurt. All right. Don't worry about the Aikido. Bye. Okay. (laughs) Thanks for calling, man. All right. Thank you for the help. Our pleasure. Bye. Bye Bye-bye. Yeah, sometimes you just, you never know what those almonds will bring you. Um, (laughs) Just surfing away, and you find yourself in some dark corner of the Internet, and that's why we recommend a good web filter, you know? And uh, it's good to be cautious, but don't go into that junk folder and click on things. It's probably there for a reason. I want to thank all you guys for joining us on this lovely Saturday morning. I want to thank Mike G for posting everything live over to computertalkwithtab.com. And if you like Tab Computer Systems on Facebook, everything we've talked about will get into your news feed as long as Zuckerberg deems it worthy. I want to thank Joey Burgoyne, the famous Joey Burgoyne, for producing the show. Joey and I have gone back, I don't know now, a long time, many, many years. We're both, he's got gray hair at least, I got no hair. <laughs> Dennis? Remember, there is no cloud. It's just someone else's computer. See you next week. T Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus ATT and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Protect your vehicle.
vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.